another week, another disaster. Yeah. Another loss, a lot of questions, and not many answers. Answers, questions that aren't getting answered either. We'll ask the questions tonight though. Will we have an answer? Probably not. Will they have an answer on the weekend? Probably not, Mm. to be honest. It is, it is... It's strange times. Very weird. Uh, what was what were we always saying in COVID? Unprecedented times. Unprecedented times. Um, hashtag stay 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 stay. What was it? Stay safe or whatever it was. Stay indoors. Stay indoors. Fuck. Oh, don't bring out COVID. Anyway, um, first week without um, Slim Marie Negatude. Will Patterson. Patitude. Shout outs, mate. In the in the Dutch land. Well, he's doing the Euro summer trip. He's doing the Euro yeah. summer trip and then the um the very typical um rugby season in Holland. Classic. Yeah. An East rugby uh yeah. go to these days. Yeah. He's um and then he said he's gonna once the season finishes, he'll um open up a wind farm or something like that. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Start collecting water and then selling it uh, yeah. to the Chinese apparently. Yeah. And he's um he's flogged up all flogged off all his um his clobber, he's bought a lot of overalls, you know, the yeah. Dutch wear. Yeah. Yeah. He's really going to get in like a uh, boater hat as well. Mm. Straw boater hat. Get himself a new bike. Love bike city, story. they call it, mate, don't yeah. they? Land of the flat. No hills. Mate, some of that shit's below sea level, bro. Yeah. I tell you what, speaking of hills, the roosters have got a few to climb over. <laughs> that was a good segue, hey? That was a bloody good segue. <laughs> um, That's what we do up in here, man. What's, what's up, TCS followers? Yeah. TCS community. Fucking roosters worldwide. God damn God it, Jack. Damn. Oh, before we get to negative. Um, <laughs> we weren't going to get negative, <laughs> were we? It's not like us. Um, to shout out to Hainsey, mate. We saw that you were on the field at halftime and you had to kick a- Oh, we saw that. conversion for to win your um, 2024 membership. Very glad to say that you, you nailed it. I tell you what, it was 10 meters directly in front. It- it just fell over. <laughs> you didn't, you didn't have much left in the tank there in regards to kick power. But as they say, a goal is a goal, and you, my friend, do not have to uh, fork out your hard earned for the twenty twenty four membership. And to be honest with you, the way the Rooster played this year, I don't blame you. You shouldn't have to. You shouldn't have to pay. So, shout out to Hainsey. Well done, mate. Um, He's making moves, Hainsey. He was at the training. He was fucking brother and I'm with Nick Politis. What do you reckon? All the boys about? said is like, yeah, bro, Haynes is a trainer today. He's a mad cat. Really? Yeah. Who was saying that? Angus and um, Dylan. Going, he's a mad dog. Yeah. Everyone loves well, him. We all know, we, obviously, we know that. He's a bloody Roosters tragic. And I think Roosters tragics get a lot of respect yeah. because of their authenticity, their uh, originality, their passion. Yeah. Like, you just can't really look past that, Jack. I think it's like the- No man can. The Roosters, like, or not Roosters, but like fans who are dribblers who just are not- Diehards like pretend diehards, and that's probably where the players like these guys suck. But someone yeah. like Hainsey, diehard, stand up fella, complete dribbler, but backs it up with actions. Actions, uh, Roosters content, yeah. Um, you know, b- blowing up on TikTok, all all that sort of shit, yeah. man. He's like Hainsey's a beast. Love Rooster of the week. We haven't done it in a while. You're, it's him. Yeah, He's our, our um. <sighs> You know, our, our, our morale <laughs> around the, the podcast, I've got to say, has been crawling a bit. Really crawling. Um, we should get into it. Yeah, and that's going to happen when, you know, the, the, the substance of the podcast itself is crawling. 
So you crawl, I, sh- I shall to crawl with you. Well, they say that negativity drives ratings. Um, I tell you what, it's tough work to be negative every week. And I don't see how any other way we can kind of spin it to be positive. Let's brush over it quickly. I don't really want to go too deeply into the game on Saturday night, was it? Yeah. Um, because it was the same old story, same result. Plenty of ball, plenty of line breaks. Couldn't score a try. Plenty of line breaks hasn't been a thing, though. I, I honestly thought, I'm like, I said at the start of the game, Jack, I was like, we, we've been in the fight the last couple of weeks, but I'm like, we have to capitalise on our yeah. effort. Otherwise, it, we will go nowhere and it'll just bite us in the ass later in the game. If, like, you're up there in the game and we're putting on shots and we're fucking, we're in it, and then we only come out of that first half with one try, a miss, miss pole from Swali. Yeah. Maybe I'm being a bit too negative on it because, like, I guess the Mate, only we try- we were there. We just the couldn't score the first again. We scored, We only considered one try for the first, like, 60 minutes. Or maybe it was a little bit less than that. And that try was an intercept. Xavier Coates. Oh, stitch up, mate. And th- Jack, this is what I'm saying, mate. You Like, we've <laughs> got to cash in harder for playing good. Otherwise, the other team will just, like, kind of get their shot and then they'll convert because they're not retarded. Yeah, like but us. I don't think – but I know – look, that's – that's how you, I'm saying it, Jack. This but you can just, you can look at it like that. Like you can paint a narrative to say, "Hey, we played really well. We just couldn't capitalize." But in the end of the day, we leaked thirty points again. Yeah, but that's that. This is where I'm heading to. I'm not saying that the the moment of leaking points is good, but you're going hard. You're putting it in, and if you're not getting paid for that hard work through tries and and scoreboard pressure, then you can guarantee it's going to bite you in the ass later on. And that's exactly what happened. Certainly and whether did. we should be folding and giving up three tries that easily or whatever, no. Mm. But like. In another world, we score a try or two there and then all of a sudden the tails are up, you know, the other team's wigging out a bit and then we get another one. Like the game changes, but we're just – they're going out of, at halftime going, mate, we're still up. Yeah. Like it's a joke. I don't know why we just can't get it done, bro. That's just my thing. I think followers. This, as this year's unfolded, it's just become apparent to me that it's just a dog's breakfast of a year. Like mm. everything has gone, I'm not saying everything's gone wrong, but for all our um, really um, passionate and active listeners, you might have heard me at the start of the season just being a little bit, because the expectations were high, but there was a few things which made me sit back and think, hmm, don't know if I like the sounds of that. Um, namely, um, I bring you well back to the preseason where Teddy's management was like asking for extensions, like two years out from the end of the deal. And I'm like, oh, Stable clubs where things are going all right, don't that kind of stuff doesn't generally happen. So I was like, mm, that's a little bit weird. I always thought, God love him, Angus. The, that was a big deal. I yeah, think. like for a champion, for a champion, a champion bloke, bloke and a champion yeah. player. That is, that's not only going to rock Angus, but like the club. Yeah, the core of the team. Yeah, you and lose a serious powerhead there. Just yeah, and it's great he's he's been back. Um, and he seems to be um, in a lot better place, but that's a you know that's a big hurdle to overcome. And then throwing Jason Rolls fucking off like see you later, good riddance, mate. The Suwali thing, I I can understand why they initially said no. Nah, he's he signed with rugby, no, nah, he'll stay for two years. But I think oh sorry, he'll finish out his contract at the Roosters, and then go to rugby union. I think that that is an approach which would work if everything else was going seamlessly well. 
Mm. If you know what I mean? So if we're winning, if we're in the top four, like a lot of us thought we would be, the fact that Joseph was going to rugby in a year and a half, it wouldn't be a blip on the radar. But the no. fact that he, we're not playing well, he hasn't played very well. Um, there's, there's a lot of cash money tied yeah. up in and, him. Yeah, and, and financially for the Roosters. You it's know, not like he's a young throbber who's yeah. just playing out of his skin. Like he's been on big money since yeah. he started. So I think the Chooks clearly thought they were a lot better than they thought they were or maybe – Maybe they are good. It's just been one of those years. But someone like Swaleti leaving for rugby in the eighteen months on six seven hundred grand as a nineteen year old, that is a a contract which is like a sugar on top thing. That's mm. like, hey, we're about to win the thing. Yeah, we've got this little X factor in Joseph Swaleti. Yeah, to top it off. To top it off. But to get us across the line. When it's the other way around, where we're not going well, well, it's just a fucking a, a distraction with like rugby union and stuff like that, and b it's a fucking massive cap hit. Yeah. And this is not a this is not a slide at Joseph Swalley. Fuck, mate. If I get offered whatever it was, it's fine. Mate, we get it, bro. This I'm is going the game. too. But like, let's just talk in real terms from Arusa's perspective right here, right now, the situation we're in. It's fucking tough, man. So how does this all convert to us not converting points? Well, <laughs> I know I've kind of got off a bit of a tangent there. No, well, but I think these are all valuable things well, that th- just rock a club's um, foundations. Well, I think clearly the. I think the Jason Riles things was was a big deal, but that's no excuse for not scoring tries. Yeah, I think, but uh, I, I think, think that's a very shallow uh, uh, yeah. question I from think, me. I think the Sam Walker dropping at the time was potentially warranted, but I think if they realised where we were going to be, you know, two three months later they wouldn't have done it. I think they probably thought he just needs two or three weeks in reserve grade, focus, hone some of his skills. Come back in with ten to twelve rounds left of the year. Let's make a fucking big run for September. Well, more than that, but, but yes. I, but I think that's just bit us in the ass. Which yeah, was like you can't control someone getting injured. But, but I don't think we're that team. I don't think we're a top four team. Clearly, we're not. No. So now it just looks like a. Well, what was that dropping? Why did we drop him? <laughs> you know what I mean? Did we need to wig out that early? It looked like acting on that wig out made us look like we actually were probably. Yeah. Wigging out when we didn't need to. When we didn't, we could have just played it cool. And then I just think there's been a lot of chasing our tail. So they thought, well, Sam Walker's being a bit not so good. Joseph Martin, let's put him in there. Have you seen him play 5-8 when the boys have been away on Origin? He's brained it. He goes in there and they do fucking nothing. So clearly they thought it was a quicker fix. Yeah. They thought it was a lot more the the problems that the Roosters have had this year were a lot more superficial. Yeah. Clearly I think they're a little bit deeper than that. Yeah, and are we talking just like, yeah, we came into this year thinking we'd be all right. Well, everyone did. I think yeah. clearly they – and Robbo said that like in first two or three weeks in, he said this is the best team – this is our best chance to win a comp for a few years. And I think most people would agree with that, clearly. But then you drop your seven for a week, he lose, you lose him for another three months, two months. That you can't help. That you can't I, help, I but you're not going that. very far I without your seven, that. are you? I acknowledge that. That you can't help. And injuries have played a part. Like, there's been a lot of injuries um, at crucial times, especially like Brandon Smith out for like, he's been out for what, about 10 weeks all up this year. That's not good for someone who's just coming into a a team, new part of a spine. Um, there's been key injuries in the forwards. Tupanua's been in and out. He's gone for the season now. Um, mm. Victor, obviously suspended. Um Jared, as much as we need him on the field, he's 35 or whatever he is. He can't – he just can't play 26 rounds. No. 
No, and I mean, look, Tedesco like hasn't been yeah. in cracking form, but maybe you see a bit of that in the Blues. If the Blues start playing a bit better, as too will Teddy. Well, you know. Yeah. So, I don't know. What the problem is, smarter people than me will be able to sort that out. Hopefully, Robbo. Um, I tell you what I think. I just it's think it's a strange position that everything? we're in. We haven't been in this position because we have literally made the finals every year by the one year and everyone just shit the bed and like we just went to like the, did we get close to the wooden spoon when 2016 yeah fuck yeah we came second last yeah so you I everything like the last like three or four weeks the way I watch the roosters play and just like the rhetoric I hear out of the camp everything just feels a little bit stale mm. at the moment mm. and maybe that's just a you know a well, t- uh, times a are stale when you don't win. Yeah, clearly. maybe. But, I mean. The pressure's on. Pressure's on. But at the end of the day, like, the last two years, it, it, from 2020 to 2022. We were getting we, We've done. been pretty. No, I, don't, I actually disagree. Well, like, we were managing to not be as re- as crap as we are right or, now. Or were we just holding on? Just holding on. Like, you know what I mean? For the inevitable, which is it this. Oh. You know what I mean? Okay. Okay. Have we squeezed? And I'm not saying this is fact. This is just. Oh, mate, we're here for yarns. We're here for yeah. Bruce's opinions. If you're listening, this is just a chance for you to hear what's a, t- a couple of OGs yeah. really actually think. So, like, the, the the talk last year was that we were scratchy at the start of the year and then we managed to pull it together um, the last eight to ten rounds and we were just there was just too much to do for us to make a run of the comp, but all we're going to do is fix up the start of the year. Yeah. That's what everyone said, right? Flip it around. Was that just us? Is that what the first 15 weeks of the year last year, was that a true reflection of where we were and we just squeezed as much juice as we could last year to mm. fly into the finals? And, we just and, held on. And bounce out in straight sets. And is where we are now truly where we are? You know what I mean? It's a sickening thought, Jack. So how do we, how do we go from where we were to where we are? Mate, it's just the natural cycle of sport. Let's mm. not like... How does a Melbourne not really go? Well, I think. What are your thoughts on that? The thing with Melbourne as well, like everyone points to Melbourne as like this. They had the the big three the entire time. They're the big three, but in the day, they've only won. When was the last time they won a premiership? Twenty seventeen. They're consistently good, but but are they consistently fantastic to win a premiership? Oh, sorry, they've won in twenty twenty. Excuse me, I forgive me, but that is true for, for a team that didn't count that. For a, yeah, no, in a COVID cup, um, for a team that perennially finishes in the top four, yeah, you know what I mean. Which they do. Which they do. So that's pretty good. Yeah, I know, I know. But then, like, 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 um, I think Bellamy said it when we played him in the finals in 2019. He's like, I just feel like we just couldn't find another gear. Yeah, where it's all right to lose a couple of games throughout the year and not be fully kicking like, ass. Like they're not going to win the comp this year, for example. No, I don't think they weren't going to win it last year. No. So they're there and they're about. They want a co- they they want a COVID and funny with the with the COVID years. If you actually look at um, worldwide, the teams that won premierships or titles. So twenty twenty Lakers. Oh yeah, just bear with me here. Like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. sorry for cutting you off, my boy. No, no, no. But it, it, that's exactly my point. So twenty twenty, uh, most competitions went into a bubble. They had a, like eight week. Most teams, most competitions were stopped for like eight weeks. Mm-hmm. Went into a bubble. Refresh and the teams with like an old experienced goat were winning premierships. So Cameron Smith, the Storm, twenty twenty, LeBron James, Lakers, twenty twenty, 
Tom Brady, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, 2020. 2020. Huge. I just think, I actually think that there's enough evidence to say that year was an, an anomaly for like. I think you can definitely say it was yeah, an anomaly. Yeah, yeah. So where am I going with this? Not really sure. <laughs> but Mate, I mean, I'm here to hear it out that they didn't win the comp. No, no, but but I, I guess my point is, but, you're, I mean, yeah, but it was you're, even playing fields. But, as yeah, well, but, all but, but back to your point about why did the storm always um, they're always thereabouts or always up there in the top four? I go, yeah, but they're not always winning premierships. That's true. That's my point. I think it's a good point, and we're in the business of winning premierships. Yeah. And I think the clearly Robbo's got a different outlook to to Bellamy. Um, He's prepared Robbo to take a down year for a longer term gain. So like 2016, we finished fucking second last. Yeah. 2017, we finished second. 2018, 2019, we win premiership, premierships. Mm. Just love it, Robbo. So I don't know. What do you think the issues are, mate? Let's. Well, I think we've I put them all out there. I, I, I've probably said it on this podcast, but I think we've really quite undervalued the uh, the loss. Of Jake Friend and Boy Cordner. Yeah, I think that's... Two absolute warriors and captains of your team and who have been there since 2011, I think they both... Well, Friendy was in the 2010 Grand Final. I think Boyd debuted in 2011. I think Friendy debuted 09. Yeah. And Boyd probably could have debuted 09, but was injured. Was yeah, injured like and he years. might have been 16. Yeah, he was 16. <laughs> well, like, yeah. well, no, he, he debuted... He debuted in 2011. It- <laughs> Those <laughs> Coopers, mate. Sorry. Um, yes, uh, I think he he uh, he made his first appearance in first grade in like 08 for yeah. a trial match, didn't he? A trial match straight like up SG ball from so St right. Mary's to the SFS. Right. Brad Fiddler was coaching, wasn't he? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I was um, playing Howard Mats in that game. Yeah. Why didn't you get the call that day? Look, I'm just going to put it out there. I'm no boy Cordner. Really <laughs> interesting. Yeah, um, can you so, believe it? But I think you're right. They were in and around the club as a, a player for the best part of. 15 years. And they're serious leaders, bro. Like, as tough as they come. And, like, you know, you you got a bit of ruses, like that cash money, that flair, or whatever people might think of us. But then you put, like, those two as your, like, big, strong pillars with a bit of Jared where Hargraves underneath it. Like, they're two of the most honest, toughest yeah. blokes that you're going to get in the game that people would die for, especially your teammates. And then to just bow out so consecutively – and for us to know no backup plan for that. And then coupled with maybe Kiri hasn't like really stepped up to the big leadership role that was required of him. I think Teddy has. Well, I'm not sure Kiri's a, uh, an out and out dominant half. No. Like a, no, but like these, yeah, we needed our big dogs to maybe really step up and own it and take control. And we've probably been lacking a bit of that. Yeah, I think we're also lacking in the outside backs too. Um, not much strike out there, ATM. Um, I don't know. I, I honestly, I come back to my point. I think everything just feels a little bit stale at the moment. Yes, I, I know what you mean. It's because we're losing at the moment, yes. But I don't know, man. Like just the way we're – everything just looks tough at the moment. Well, it, it honestly is going to be tough when you're losing every game. Unless you spark a fire in a team and then they just – go on a run, which happens, and you turn a season around, like, that's a thing. That happens. And then all of a sudden, a team can go from butthole to just kicking ass every week, and you are riding that momentum. You're whipping that bitch home. Yeah. But I haven't seen a, a, a – it feels like they haven't really changed up anything, even the way they play. And they always say we're confident in the Roos style. And look, I, I don't know. I actually don't even know what the fuck that means. But – But we're showing up. Like, so, yeah, but so they fucking should. I don't – like, I, I what, what do you mean show up? They're – 
professional rugby league players. Fucking hell. Well, course teams show fold. Up. Teams don't show up. Yeah, bro. exactly. They're, they're a joke. We aren't a joke. That's what I mean. Fucking oath, they should be showing up everywhere. The tackling the asses out. Mm. You know? Well, it's easier said than done, Jack. Some teams just end up not turning up. Like, I feel like we have been there and we've been showing up, pulling our socks up and having a red-hot yeah, crack. Yeah, we'll fucking them. tell Hainsy. If you ask him to play first grade this weekend, do you reckon he'll show up? Of course he will. Yeah. Show up. You're Jack, I'm just telling you what happens in mate, sport, mate. Some teams don't sh- show up, bro. Just stay in your crease, bro, all right? Stay in your crease. <laughs> stay in your crease. Suck it, bear. So you gimp. Yeah. So, mate. Mate, I don't know, bro. Yeah, there's a lot of it. There's so what? Okay, let's fast forward. We're in yep. the off season. Press we FF. maybe don't make the finals. Let's just Robbo's only not made the finals once. Yes, that's right. What like what happens in the off season? What's our plan? What oh, would you mate. be doing? Uh, what would I be doing? <sighs> what would I be doing? I said last week or a week before that it feels almost like a rebuild. Mm. Like that's how. There's just some worrying signs there, I think. Um, yeah, it's a potential rebuild. Does that mean we're going to finish with the spoon for the next three or four years? No, but I've got the feeling that there's going to be a fair shake-up of personnel. Mm. That's just my Gut feeling. Gut feeling. And I'm, like, that's not, I'm not saying that's what I do. I'm just saying that's my gut feeling of what I think might happen. I think there's a lot of players coming off contract and I don't think they'll be extended. That's my mm. intuition telling me. Mm. Uh, and I probably tend to agree. There's some still good young players coming through, but there's just – I just don't think they're coming into a side dripping with the right mentality and experience. Nah. Yeah, I'd agree with that. I'd agree with that. Yeah, we're down on some players. And young guys shine when things are going good. And that's like, why they've re-signed Jared. I think that's exactly why they re-signed Jared. Yeah, we need him around. We need him. Yeah, big time. Everyone goes, oh, you know, he's not what he was. And he's not playing every week. It's like, mate, you just need someone like that in the club yeah, playing bro. as much as he possibly can. That motherfucker knows what's yeah, up, bro. Yeah, like, yeah. He is a bad man. He yeah. still had Nelson on the bitch on the weekend. You see that oh, one that Nelson run on the inside and he just scared him and Nelson drops it. Like, Let's have a... Flick it a little bit. Let's get a bit more positive. Let's talk about Jared just quickly. How fucking good is he? Eh? Is he oh. is he underappreciated as a front rower? Do you think? I think he has to be. Yeah, he's the Are best all front row. Is underappreciated. But uh, if you're talking like dog and like setting the standard for a game, I still don't think I've seen a bigger alpha in this comp consistently than him and than him since he's really started taking on the comp. I think he's the best genuine front rower of the last fifteen years. I'm genuine. Like, I know players like Sam Burgess kind of played in the front similar, row. But similar, but he played at lock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But as a genuine out-and-out front rower. Like, I can't play any other position, no matter yeah. way, no matter which way the game moulds, to a point where you've got Ruben Cotter playing front row and you've got Nat Butcher getting a job done at front row. Jared still being the man that he was playing front row in 2011 and 12 when it was like four huge middles on the bench. He debuted in 2009, bro. Yeah. But you got those four huge middles on the bench, bro. Like that was when we had the interchanges and it was slow. Mm. So like you could carry that weight. They've sped it up and he still maintained. As he's gotten older, the speed of the game and just hasn't lost it. I think the fact that he plays for the Chooks and maybe he does get a little bit of trouble, just a little bit of trouble with the judiciary. 
Um, but what fucking what? Yeah, unit he does it. He is, he is so good. Um, when you're talking about the most violent game in the world, as if you don't want some absolute psycho at the for, forefront of your team. I still haven't seen someone actually really be more alpha than him on the field. No. So and, 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 and yeah, off the top of my head, maybe Burgess would give him a run for his money. No, but I actually look. I think Sam Burgess, as much as it pains me to say, is probably he'd be in the top. Two or three forwards the last fifteen years, absolute gun. Absolute he's a gun. fucking yeah, he's Derek. A yeah, loser. He's actually a loser, and we're saying that like he actually is a loser. Yeah, hopefully he doesn't listen to this. If but, you're listening, Sammy, we're sorry. Yeah, but as an out and out front row, Jared, please just takes the cake every day of the week. And yeah, there's no second row for Jared. <laughs> the other person I want to quickly shout out is. Um, Toops, who just on the weekend, oh. in the haze of just mediocrity and just fucking bull yarns on the weekend, he equaled Minicello's try scoring record. That's incredible stuff yeah. from Tupo. So good, eh? He is so, so fucking gun. And I don't know, do are we the only team that realizes, or do other clubs have these, like, who was that John Morris guy? Was it. The guy that got 300 games for Sharks. Yeah, but don't compare to I know, to John but Morris. that's what I'm saying. Like, they're not in the same league, are they? Fuck no. Yeah. Cool. I think I think the people- Do you know what I mean? But are you, are you picking up what I'm putting down here? I'm like, Sammy. Toops is a lot more gun than that guy. I was like, 300 games? I didn't even know this guy played in the NRL. Yeah, also bro. like Chris Hyington. Remember that cunt? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mate, apparently- he had some good skits on the uh, the footy show yeah, back mate, in apparent, the day. Someone told, apparent, someone told me that Bo Wright apparently played 150 games. I couldn't believe that. Yeah. No, I could believe that. He was dog shit. Yeah, but he just kind of like got around, played in a few good teams, did a few, did a bit of a job on the wing. But I'm taking your point about like John Morris playing 300 games. Like, what do you mean? And yeah. Two, yeah. But anyway, Toops, like he has just been really fucking consistently gone. And he's going to be the Roosters record try scorer yeah. all time. He re-signed for next year. Same thing as Jared. You need someone like him. Yeah. I think the rugby league, the people in the known rugby league, I'm talking about like- Us. Exe- us, obviously. But like executives- like recruitment people, just people like smart footy heads look at someone like Tupo and just go, so good. Yeah, incredible, bro. Incredible. Like consistent. Consistent. And, and solid. Like consistent. he is such a big body and gets tries and he's- No drama. Humble. Have you ever heard him like when the contract's coming up, like, oh, he might leave to go elsewhere? He just, he just signs contracts. I jokes. think that's a good, honest, good that, hum- eh? humble, yeah. humble Tongan boy just yeah. being like, look, we're, we're cool. We're yeah. cool. Just some, what uh, would he be on, like five? I think that they would have looked after him a fair bit. For yeah. a wing. I think he would have been on a decent money for a Decent money for a winger. For a winger. But, yeah, don't go chasing it. But he like, could have got – I reckon at some point, maybe five, six years ago, he could have gone somewhere for big money. Yeah. But lucky bit, he did bigger. He won three, three, three premierships. He was in the State of Origin team when state, we broke the drought. Won, won, a, won a State of Origin series. 2014, um, one of the great nights. Were you there at the Sheath that night? We went from winning that Origin series into the Soccer World Cup, and Australia was playing. I can't. I was. We were blind at the Sheaf on a Wednesday. I was one, and the Sheaf was open until four a.m. because the soccer kicked off at two. Yeah, I always get a bit confused between that night and the 2015 Rugby Rugby World World Cup Cup. final versus the Kiwis, and the Beachy was open at like five a.m. I think I was at the. Oh, that was a night with three a.m. Started like started like two a.m. I was at the Yoke in Double Bay. And I left the oak and it was like the sun was, was rising. I was like, what the? And then I think I like went and met you at the collie. Yeah, no, like no. It was one of the boys the plays up the, up the road. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, that was a big night. That was a big night. <laughs> so good. Needless, yeah. <laughs> well, you just got to really revel in those nights where yeah. pubs, I mean, maybe they're a bit behind us. Maybe not for the Wallabies. Like, I'm, I'm, I don't know if I'm going to the Sheaf to watch the Socceroos at like 3 a.m. All right, man. Send me froth the Socceroos now. I mean, yeah, bit. like, sure. But like, am I actually going to do that? Probably not. Probably not. But like, would I get around a Wallabies grand final at the pub? Yeah, yeah, yeah probably. Yeah. Fucking oath, mate. But no, was I there? I think I was either there or I was at the rugby one, but whatever. Anyway, Toops, um, we salute you, mate. That's just uh, – well, I couldn't think of a a better servant of the Roosters to have that record or take that – That record off Anthony Minicello, who man. is, you know, the cat. Like, one of the great Roosters. Well, he's a Hall of Famer of Roosters yeah. folklore. Does does Toops go into there one day? Ooh. Ooh. Dude. Yeah, you got to think like Minkat's now that is really goated. Now that's a really good question. Oh, I love where this yarn's going. I think it's too early to say. No, no, no I'm cool with that. But I'm just, I'm just putting it out there, bro. Uh, but I think, I think he, with the benefit of hindsight and with time, his status within the Roosters is just going to grow. Yeah, that's my prediction about Toops. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like hard to say now, like because I let, let's just call a spade a spade. He was never quite the superstar that Anthony Minicello was. Well, he's not like, like a best player. In the he's world. not like a Roger Tuivasa-Shek, you know, coming on the wing and just exploding. You go, whoa, yeah, this yeah, guy yeah. is unbelievable. Yeah, but I think, but what he does is unbelievable. As as Joni Mitchell sings, you don't know what you got till it's gone. Yeah, and I think with hindsight and as I said with time, a big winger like that that just. He had some shaky moments throughout his career and yeah, then he almost weeded them out. Yeah. Like when he got to like 27, he just kind of like, sweet, I'll just do huge hit-ups yeah. and just make breaks and score Love tries. Him. Like I'll score low, diving low tries you and know, I'll jump high, mate. You know what my favourite moment from Toops is? I think you know it. 2013 Grand Final? No, 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 no. This is the most underappreciated <laughs> oh, play of all time in Roos's history. 2019 Grand Final, um, Kiri dummy half, Oh. To Latrell, flicks to Tupo, Tupo down the sideline, back inside to Teddy to win the grand final. Mate, the pass from Tupo back on the inside, Perfect. going at full pace, soft hands on the button into Teddy's chest, try time, grand final. Like, we won, we we won, won back to back. back. We won back that to back. Play, oh, there was seven minutes to go. That play makes me so like just bursting. Fuck, in. that and, was so intense. And I, I t- I'm telling all the Roosters fans out there, yeah, I know you've probably watched the replay a million times, just watch what Tupo does when he gets the ball down the sideline and just the soft hands back to Teddy on the inside because it would have been like a, at least a 10-minute pass back on the inside at full pelt. Yeah. He's going fast and, and Teddy's going fast. it on a dime. On a dime and Teddy scores. In the club. Oh, God, that gets me so tired. And you know sometimes when you're running at full pelt because me and you are former absolute elite athletes. Oh, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. When you're running at full pelt and then you've got a pass back on the inside, it's not actually easy to do. No. It's not easy no, to do. No, 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 no. Like, and he just, I don't know, it's just one of those magical- So good. Set plays. That and it's just, I don't know, everyone's got like little weird things they remember players and their favourite moments. And that's just that one image I've got of Tupo where I'm like, dude, that like- so good, yeah. That 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 up uh, that pass from Kiri to him in the grand final. Was, did they score that at our end? No, we saw all the try. Yeah, no, they didn't. They scored it. So at we the couldn't other really end. see what the fuck was going <laughs> yeah, on. All we saw was like we kind of saw people like going, uh, uh, uh. 
And yeah. I just kind of only started cheering when people started cheering. I had no idea what the fuck happened. Yeah. Look, at the, look at the scoreboard. Latrell Mitchell, his last touch, LaRusso's was a uh, flick pass. No, to- no, not that one. 2018 grand final. Oh, that one? Yeah, where Kiri does the big cutout. To oh, him. the and cutout. kicking ass. Same play, same try. The pass had a dummy half from Jake Friend. Yeah. Watch that again. Yeah. That okay. is, that was a 20 meter bullet. bullet. And then Kiri. And then Kiri cut out the tubes. Yeah. Anyway, fuck. Man, it's got a smile on my face now. Yeah. <laughs> that, hey. <laughs> Shout out oh, to you, man, Tubes. I, oh, Tubo. This is why we love him. Um, but yeah. Oh, mate. never, ne- No trial celebrations from him ever. No. Not even try July. He won't break character. He won't do it. Remember when he scored that, the 2013 grand final? You won't remember because you were blind. But oh, Mate, I was blind at all those yeah, games. Yeah, true. <laughs> um, but he he said scored- 2019, I was shitting myself. Yeah. But he, uh, he leapt above David the Wolfman Williams like, one of the great speckies of all time scored and he just like stood there like no celebration just went no that's no. A, you know how Toots <laughs> rolls bro he's fucking yeah. too chill anyway um, love you Toots mate and hopefully this weekend he, he can um, he can uh, take the record and he's well deserved mate yeah I'm, I'm low key just thinking in my head like I reckon like how many teams like how many people have won three comps for for teams out there well the, there would be many what are we talking like the big the big three? They would have done well, it. The Storm players. What did they win? Uh, they um, lost a couple as well. Well, they won. They won three at least three. Um, yeah. Who else would there? Be? You know what I mean? Like we'll look back in like ten years when they're doing this shit again, like and be like, mate, maybe we haven't won that many comps. No, nah. and it'd be like, bro, Tupo, Friendy, Boy Coordinate, like Orbo. These guys were around when we were kicking ass from 2013 all the way to 19. Yeah, like you know, three comps, like winning three comps for the club over a, that kind of period, and we were pretty good throughout that. Three time. comps for the same club's pretty gnarly in the yeah. NRL era. Mm. I, I don't think outside of Roosters, Storm players, potentially Penrith players this year. Um, who else oh, could have won? That'll, that'll really, really manly. No, no, they only won two. What did they win? Eight and eleven. Eight and eleven. Who else won? Yeah, just probably those. Even like Jonathan Thurston won only two premierships. Yeah. And one of them, he wasn't even supposed to be in the team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, got, he was like 19th man and Steve Price got injured for dogs. So they're fucking hard to win, bro. Yeah. Win three. Yeah, you're right. Anyway. So that's that's kind of where I put that. You know, yeah. there's, a, there's a couple of guys there that were just, I don't know, mate. I won three comps to the Roosters. Put me in the Hall of Fame, you fuckheads. I think it's a good shout, Clary. Tupo Hall of Fame one day. I think he'll be a very, very strong candidate. Um because there's that photo, bro, of like Mini, Sonny Bill, like Nick Politis, Craig Fitzgibbon, Brad Brad Fittler and Luke Rickinson, and it's just like the Hall of Famers or something. And they're all just in this one photo and it's just fucking sick. Yeah, how good is that? Oh, I don't, I have the illustration, eh? No, no, no. It's just like literally a photo of all of them and they're all just like the fucking biggest legends. Oh, I've never seen that. Oh, mate, Dior, I'll look it up and see if I can find it. But it's just like, it's a cracker photo. They're all just in the one photo. This is like not a Photoshop thing. Like, they're all just having fuck. Oh, right, 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 right. on. Like, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Got you. In their suit, smiling. Like, That's good yarn. That, they're seriously elite roosters fuck. right there. That's a, uh, from a, from times better than these. Mm. Anyway, we got the Titans this weekend. Um, will we win this weekend? No idea. Do I think we'll win? Well, I just answered that question. No idea. Um, Mate, we're still fielding half all right teams. Yeah, could we run through the team list before we finish this party up? Yeah, well, who we got? Oh, fuck the Titans, 
Teddy, Teddy back. What are your thoughts on Teddy getting rested last week? Fine with it. Yeah. Fine with it. No drama. Like, if we can't get it done without him. No dramas at all. He deserves, you know. Yeah, can we just go quick, before we go into Teams and Titans, what are your summary on a bit of of Tedesco yarns? Skip. Uh, Clearly has regressed a bit from the heights. It was, you know, the heights he reached pretty high. Yeah. You know, I mean. And he he was on fire. On fire for at least three years. Five years. Well, Well, I'm just just thinking like around 2018 to about 2020, maybe 2021. Yeah. Started 2021, but there was a three-year period from 18 to 20 where it's like, dude, this guy's insane. Yeah. 2021, 2022, very, 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 very good. Now clearly has come back a bit, but. I mean, I'm sure a lot of that reason is not a lot of the reason, but some of the reasons the way the team's performing. But I just, I, he's probably lost a bit of zip. But fuck, I mean, he's still an elite fullback. Yeah, you know, mate, he can get it done. Big game player. So having a week off after that long Origin series, that's fine with me. That's a big Origin series. It was good to see him bounce back. And hopefully, as I've t- talked to talk to you about recently, they change the Origin schedule so we don't have to have players like that have to sit out. It's fucking bullshit. Anyway Do we go there? I can't be asked Fair enough mate uh, Titans this week We are fielding James Tedesco Daniel Tupo Have we talked about Daniel Tupo yet? <laughs> oh, this is almost a comedy show Oh mate We are fire uh, Billy Bootstrap Smith Joey Manu uh, Joseph Swali'i Good to see him back on the fucking wing. Luke Keary, Sandon Smith, JWH, Turpy Collins in the front row from the three. Then we've got in the back row, Victor Radley on the edge, Nat Butcher, and then Nathan Brown locking it up. On the interchange, we have Brandon Smith, <laughs> Egan Butcher, CY Wong, and Terrell May. Mate, it's not a bad side, eh? Like, no, I think, I think we're a good chance this weekend. I really like it. We just got a fucking score. Yeah, I think we're a, good, we're a good chance. It was like Origin 2 when we just couldn't score in that first half. I was like, this is going to kill us, man. Um, I want to, in a, a lean year, I want to, and some of the boys will crucify me this for me for this, but I think one of the main shining lights has been Nat Butcher. Yeah, he's been pretty solid, eh? Uh, he's been so good. Quite dynamic as Did well. Did you see him in that Manly game? Yeah, oh, some great tackles, mate, he is, hit-ups. He is just... He's pretty be a, solid, man. He'd be a coach's dream, that guy. Just missed a... Yeah, a bit of, bit of Orbo about him. Oh, fuck, mate. Some of those... Especially that Manly game, I was just so impressed. That was so impressed. Work. He's a good player, man. Really? We probably don't give him enough credit. No way. He'd be a lot better if we were going better. And, yeah, he gives away... A but he's the kind of guy that he could go to your bench one game and then he'll be back in your starting row and then he's yeah. back in, like, you know what I mean? Like, Orbo did yeah. his whole fucking career. Like, But you're in the 17, you're in the fucking 17, dog. And he... he you're he, as valuable as anyone else on that field. And he can be infuriating sometimes when he gives away, like, dumb penalties. Like, oh. But I'm telling you, like, the metrics that the coaches use, like he'd be off the charts about how valuable he is to a team, someone like that. Mm. Someone who tackles with high efficiency yeah, can is reasonably almost like a hybrid forward. Yeah, willing, definitely hybrid hard, forward. Hard tackler, hard trainer, um, usually just shows up every week. He's The difference between his best and his worst is, is not much. much. Yeah. He's, so, he's just had a, I think he's had a great year. You need players like that in yeah. your team, Jack. He's had a great year. Don't kill me, Slee. I can hear you from Holland at the moment just going, <laughs> fuck, shut up, Nolan. <laughs> no, nah, no, nah, I back it, Jack. I yeah. back it. Like, 
Mate, you just like, and I feel like it's like any team. You can't have every player being these world, no. setting the world alight. No. You need guys that are just fucking in the middle, getting the fucking job yeah. done, bro. Um, who are you predicting for a big weekend, big game? Oh, Teddy, Teddy yeah. Manu. Mate, I'd like to see Billy Smith fucking turn up another year as well. Yeah, I think he had a bit of a tough night the other night against. He's, had a, he's had a bit of a tough year, I think. Oh, I think he's been. I think he's shown good enough glimpses, but who was defending him? They were all up in him. All up in him. Olam? No, nah, it wasn't Olam. Was it Jordan Ricky? No, no, he plays for Brisbane. The other centre. Jordan Ricky. I don't fucking know, mate. <laughs> You'd be surprised, uh, everyone. I don't really watch anything other than the Roosters. <laughs> But that, that's... Jordan Ricky. What's his name, bro? The center. For fucking well, his name is His name is Jordan Ricky. He plays with the Broncos. Yeah, but who's the center? I just said Olam. No, the other one, moron. It wasn't Olam. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not going down this rabbit hole. Oh, wait. You just can't fucking name the bloke. You weren't even nah, watching last week. I'm just testing you. Well, who was it? Nah, mate. Just Dior, eh? Oh, you really want me to do this while we're live nah, on air? Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. Fuck <laughs> all of them. Brandon Smith. I'd love to see you fucking have Yeah, a how about you fucking turn up and don't tell everyone to get fucked when you... Oh, uh, actually, I'm not going to start, eh? No, nah, no, nah, we'll go there. Oh, just, I don't know. Like, I'm happy for everyone to do whatever they want to do in the off-field. Like, you know, all that jazz. But something about it, it's like, you got a job to do, and that's quite a clear job, is win, win rugby league games for the Roosters and play good footy. When you're on big money. Especially when you're on those big bickies. Now, can someone like Bo Ryan get away with it? Because he's just like Bo Ryan and he's just, you know, yes. a winger. Yes. He can't um, get away with it. But, you know, games. you're new to the club and, you you know, then you – did. have we seen the clip? Was there any out of context? Or did fucking no. Fox leave just share it real rogue? No, no. He's on the – it was a po- like a podcast. I mean, you can't – things are podcasts. Yeah, but you can clip the podcast and then put in there at no, the end no. of the quote. No, he said – Oh, I don't know. Don't trust those fucking journos, mate. No, he said, he said, you know, uh, you got criticised for having a laugh at Munster and stuff after that game. And he said, oh, I'm allowed, I should be allowed to have a, a laugh with my mates after the game. This is a job. And, you know, for anyone who thinks it's not right, you know, you just get fucked. It's like, mate, that's just not what you You don't say. get it. You just, at the moment, you don't get it. Nah. You simply don't get it. There's a bit of noise about him and I don't know if we like it. Mm. Like, what did that Gus thing here? Gus was... Oh, yeah, mate, you can read between the lines all day with what he said. Yeah. All day. He knows what's going on for sure. Yeah. Just you got to look, someone like Gus, and sometimes he talks a lot of shit, but when, like, like little things like that, he gives you, like, tiny bits of information, and all you got to do is just, like, go to the logical conclusion. And you can just tell yeah. there's, there's, there's something there be doing fire. There. Yeah, there's murmurs. At, you know, not right. No. Nah. I think, yeah, anyway, we won't go much further. We won't go much further than that, but fuck. You just wonder, like, I don't know, bro. But is this, again, you get him, yeah, was our culture strong enough to handle it? I think I thought it was. I mentioned this a couple weeks ago, potentially. You did. You've mentioned to me, and I was one of your your dribbly yarns that I actually did agree with. (laughs) (laughs) One of them. Just the one. Uh, Maybe we thought our culture was strong enough to handle this kind of bullshit that's been going on. But I don't know. It's just a bit like, oh, just just shut the fuck up, eh? Yeah, I'm with you. Well, he said something the other week and about Matt Lodge getting dropped, and I'm like, can you just can you just shut up? Yeah, you got to like, you got to tighten hatches a bit there, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you can talk about 
anything else, but what's happening at Roosters, just shut the fuck just shut up. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. Like Roosters don't talk shit, brah. Yeah. And you're also not you're not winning, you're not playing well. Like no, not sweet, eh? No, it's not. So look, mate, shout out to Jake Turpin. He's been great. Hopefully they keep him around. Yeah, like he's just, you know, he, 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 is, he, he could go anywhere he, as well. Like and any other team could snatch him up. He's someone who screams roosters to me, Jake Turpin. He is as tough as yeah, they come. I mean. Loves a beer, like, but good fella shows <laughs> up. Like, absolute, really good bloke. Yeah, I've got a lot of time for he, Jake Turpin. Genuine Queenslander. Yeah, because Nap's a good mate to the mate. Yeah, he's lovely. Lives down him. the road. He's loving his life in Bondi, but he just fucking gets on with it. Bro. I think he is a, he, for me, just screams roosters to me. And I'm not and saying mate, he's yeah, going to be our starting hooker, but like, Keep the type of around. player. Yeah. The type, yeah. So, yep. Terps haven't met you before, mate. But when I do, uh, first round's on you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bloody oath. And then, I don't know, Brown Town's been all right. I don't know, man. We're just not really getting it done. So, it's just like, fuck. So, prediction, Roosters 13 plus, of course. Yeah. Do you, do we have a 13 plus in us? Probably not. No, nah, logic would say we probably don't, eh? No. Anyway. I don't know. What else could I say? I think it's us, man. We've been, <laughs> we, it was negative, negative, negative for 30 minutes. And then it was a. a no, it was only like 20, a, bro. A, a, a dash of sunshine when we started talking about toops. Yeah. And those 10 minutes of just. And Jazza. Oh, yeah. so good. That, and and then, then we got it. We went down, we down, we went down memory lane. We went down memory bro. lane. And everything was so happy and rosy and chocolate filled fountains and just. And then the clouds come over again. And then someone mentioned Brandon Smith. We went, uh, it's just like that, man. Hey, hope he proves us wrong at the moment. Hope, hope. He becomes the Roosters. He's a great player. Hooker. But, um, yeah. Anyway, um, we'll speak to you next week. Hopefully the Roosters beat the Titans. I've got no idea who are playing for the Titans. Well, only Sam Verrills, who we punted last year. We could use and, a bit of Sam Verrills, couldn't we? Oh, we could use a bit of Isaac Liu as well. Isaac Lee, Underrated yeah. Rooster Isaac Liu, bro. Underrated. He was 18, 19, eh? Yeah. And then he got a premiership ring in 13, although he didn't play. Him and Napa filling in a very crucial role for Boyd Cordner to return and Love what's his boy. name? Fucking Luke O'Donnell, mate. That guy <laughs> maniac. Is so fucking jacked, bro. Who was more? I saw ma- him the other day down at Depot. And Still I was jacked? Like, yeah, I was like, oh, Donskis, what's going on? I was like, how are you, mate? And his fucking calves are as big as me head. He's sweet. I don't know, bro. He was always <laughs> tweaked. Bro. Who was a bigger maniac, do you think? Him or Frank Paul Newasala? Oh, no. Donsky's, bro. Really? Yeah. More na- Frank was chill, but he just G up, man. But like, Okay, so who would you... Who would, who no, Donsky's on his own level, bro. Okay. Frank Paul Newasala and Donsky's are at their most peak fired up. Who is more scary? Oh, bro. I think Luke O'Donnell. Bro. Really? Yeah. Oh, fuck. I don't know, bro. Frankie was scary as fuck, bro. Yeah. I had to bunk with him one night. I was shitting myself, man. <laughs> so what am I going to fucking talk to this kind yeah. of about, man? I'm wigging. Got Look a fucking all, Tupac eh? tattooed on his shoulder, bro. Jeez. Nah, but he's lovely. Um, all right, that's enough. Hopefully the Toops 13 plus. Hopefully we get a win. Um, and hopefully Toops overtakes that record from anything to Catman Minicello. Um, Shout out to the Catman. Shout out to the Catman. <laughs> Love him. All right. See you guys. Hey,